So, very special guest in studio with us today, Gotta Be Alley at uh, Twitter, Instagram, or if you're looking for the website, www.gottabealley.com. She's a country recording artist, according to Instagram, a songwriter, and a chicken finger connoisseur. <laughs> you knew exactly where I was oh, going I with that it. one. Yes. How many chicken fingers have you tried across the world to be a connoisseur of such? I mean, a connoisseur that, let's say, oh, I, I hate admitting this, but probably like 70% of the time when I go to a restaurant, I probably order chicken fingers. Ooh, see, I'm along the same lines, though. I have a meal that I like. It's yeah. usually the beef dip sandwich. See, I get it everywhere, right? Yeah. So that's the same thing you're doing there? Yeah, and I feel like chicken fingers are just always the go-to. It doesn't matter whether you're playing like a bar somewhere, or you're at a fancier spot in town. Everyone's kind of got their own spin on chicken fingers. And I'm also interested on this solid T-shirt collection you've decided to advertise oh on Instagram gosh. as well. Um, so my parents kind of raised us on going to see live shows okay. from like a very young age. Yay, mom and dad! Yeah, oh, amazing. <laughs> so thankful for it. Um, although I'm sure they're they're kind of disappointed of all the money they lost going to live shows, but it was totally <laughs> worth it. Um, but I would take it one step further, and I was all I would always collect a T-shirt. So um, when I kind of like picked up everything and moved with two suitcases to Nashville last year, I went through like bags and bags underneath my bed that are like vacuum sealed of all these concert t-shirts I've collected over the years. And it's so cool because like really I get to relive some of my favorite concerts, my favorite songs, my favorite records just by looking at t-shirts. No kidding. Which and is then, so cool. Then all the suckers like me, we go to Urban Outfitters for vintage shirts <laughs> of the ones you actually own the originals totally. of. Yes, Very exactly. Very cool. What, yeah. what is hidden in that collection? Give me one like old school show that would just like blow somebody's mind that you went to. I don't know if this is like a, a blow so someone a blow someone's mind, but I think the story behind it was cool. Is that we went to we went to the Shania Up tour. Nice. And um, the, uh, I was young. I was very young, but it was to the point where my mom was like, "You know what? Like the the you you came to the show. Tickets were so expensive for the show. Like you're fine without a shirt." So we leave the venue, and I'm so disappointed that I didn't get a shirt. Yeah. Well, it turns out there was a guy outside selling all the rejects where they spelled Edmonton wrong. <laughs> so I have a very cool vintage, one-of-a-kind Shania Twain uh, up concert tour t-shirt that has my city spelled wrong on it. Wow. Yeah. Oinkmanton or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so something something weird and cool, but yeah, that's that's one of the standout pieces for sure. Very cool. Well, it's good to hear those stories. It's good to catch up with you in general. As I was saying to you as you walked into the building today, I don't think I've seen you since Boots and Hearts like two or three years ago. I know, it's crazy. And I keep on actually flipping back to those Boots and Hearts photos because we had such a blast. That was such a great time. And just even to meet fans from out this way, I know, because we haven't done a whole bunch of shows out this way. And that was one of the first ones out in the Ontario area. So I'm just glad to be back and with new music and hopefully get to share some more memories like that again soon. Well, who knows? Maybe you'll be at Boots before you know it. You shared a couple days ago on social media. Hey, where do you want me to come? And then use the Boots and Hearts totally. photo. Very smart. I yeah. liked it. It was very <laughs> cool. And you've got a new song to play for us on that Boots and Hearts stage. So once again, we're here with Allie. And uh, you might know her from Moonshine. Don't make me miss you. Only the Strong Survive Bad Habit, which was also the title of the last record. But we're here today for No One Like You, which is your first like radio release since back in, like, 2018. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. So I do know a little bit about it. So I know you've been down in Nashville doing some writing lately. Yeah. And I know you got some heavyweights here, too. So did I get this right? You co-wrote this one with Thomas Archer, who might not ring a bell. 
Uh, but Thomas, for country music fans, did Luke Combs' Hurricane, Walker Hayes, You Broke Up With Me, Got What I Got, Jason Aldean. Is that right? Yeah. You're writing um, with the superstars out there, right? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been really lucky to get into some great rooms with great people. And Thomas, like I always, the tradition of going to Nashville is that you go to these like writer's rounds kind of thing yeah. where, you know, it's like between three to five people on stage or sitting in a circle and they each take turns playing a song and telling the story behind the song and you get the stripped down nature of it. Okay. Well, Thomas has been always one on the top of my list of people I've wanted to write with. And from going to all these rounds, I've built lists of people. Yeah. And uh, just by chance, kind of early last year, I got an email saying like, hey, here's a date on your calendar for you and Thomas kind of thing. And um, I was nervous, very, very, very nervous because you kind of have to prove yourselves when you're in that situation too. You can't mess up too much. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I spent that whole entire week, kind of my process of writing is that I'll hit record on my phone and start just playing chords and singing over top. And so you start with the music normally? I'll start, I mean, I kind of throw everything together. Okay, so yeah. like I said, I'll just start playing random chords. I'll like sing melodies over top of it. And my brain's kind of weird where I can almost hear like phonetically what kind of words I want with that melody. So I'll start kind of just singing words and seeing what comes out. Okay. Um, and then listen back to voice memos and see if anything's worth <laughs> kind of picking out out of if that. If they're anything like my 3 a.m. voice memos, they're not <laughs> worth anything, yeah. So we're on the same page then. We're on the same page. Um, so yeah, I was nervous that whole entire week leading up to it. And I did that just about every single day, a couple times a day. And... We had a four o'clock right that day, which typically in Nashville is 11 a.m. So I yeah. got some extra time that morning <laughs> to kind of go through and do any last minute efforts. And I hit record. And the first thing that came out was the entire melody for the whole song and about three quarters of that chorus. And um, I thought it was cool. I thought it was neat. I also was on a binge of writing like breakup songs up until that point and knew the album needed something, you know, just fun and, and lightweight and a little more love inspired. Okay. Um, and it just Give felt right. Give us a little right. hope in the darkness yeah, a Yes, bit. Yeah. exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, and I brought it into the right and Thomas thought it was cool too. And he kind of helped me put together the words and we... Uh, we ended up walking out of the room that day, and I knew it was going to be the next single, even though this was the start of last year. So it's crazy how long it's taken, and I've had to be so quiet. Yeah. But I'm so glad it's finally here. No kidding. You wanted the right with this artist. You got in, and he thought it was cool. And yeah. Then, and then you get a song out of it. Totally. No kidding, eh? So you've been saving this one for a while. Why yeah. is that? Are we sitting on, like, a mountaintop of stuff right now? Yeah, we're sitting on a, on a I don't want to say a big mountaintop, but like for me it feels like a big mountaintop because I've been working on a record for the past two years. Yeah. And there's a lot of songs that are just kind of bubbling and just about ready to, to go, but I'm also somewhat of a perfectionist slash like I'm a puzzle kid and feel like it's not done until all the pieces are put together. And I still have a couple titles in the notes of my phone that okay. I think need to be okay. on this record. So soon we're going to be wrapping it up soon. I promise. I keep, you know what? It's funny. I have fans listening to these all the time that will like wrap around to Instagram and be like, I looked up this interview and she said like at this point soon. And then it's like here and she's saying this date. And I'm like, ah, I'm just like, I'm the worst person to follow and try and say, okay, soon. I'm, I'm done with saying soon, but it is. It's coming. We'll change soon to eventually. Exactly. <laughs> so eventually, like before the end of the year? Oh, yeah, definitely. Awesome. I, I, I can't make I it can longer than that. that. Yeah. I can work with that, and it gives us something to lead forward to to talk for the next time. Actually, when I was on Wikipedia, I saw that Don't Make Me Miss You didn't have a home either. So 
Is this one maybe going to make it onto this next project? Or yeah. Or? Yes, it is. So we do have two of the puzzle we, pieces We have there. two of the puzzle pieces so right. far. Yeah. And right. it'll slowly kind of keep revealing itself. Very so. cool. Yeah. Tell me more about this one that we've got today. We're about to hear it. Uh, for those uh, just checking in, uh, Ali's here. And it's No One Like You. And uh, we just talked about the writing of it. So you've got it written down. How does the production come? Did you do this in Nashville as well? Yeah. Th- that was all kind of done in Nashville side of things. Um, there was a guy named Lalo Guzman who was in the room that day and kind of started building the track for us. And... Um, like I said, I left the room that day and I knew it was going to be the single. Um, so we kind of sat down together and, um, worked on some ideas that we both heard in the song and it very quickly kind of came to life. So it's been, uh, it's been very fun playing around with it and playing it live and just hearing different sides of it and, um, having the fans even already starts like singing along to it. I get videos all the time and it's so awesome. Fantastic. So, uh, speaking of live, I'm on your website, gottabeally.com and, uh, no live shows currently. <laughs> no, booked, no but you were on Instagram wondering where you should go. So you're starting to think about that. Totally. Well, the fun thing about the process of this record is that I kind of started looking at it differently because I really haven't ever done a full-fledged tour. We've done, you know, some off-dates here and there, but we've never done a full-fledged tour. And I wanted to make sure that I had an album that I could turn into a very cool tour with lighting and special effects okay. and, and all of these things. So I've, I'm putting together, once again, the puzzle pieces in, in my brain, and uh, I've been working on some tour stuff, and I, I really can't wait to get out and play these songs live for Grab everyone. Some tissues, because we already talked about how right, yes. sad the record might be. <laughs> totally, <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, good for you. It sounds like things are going really well. Thank you. That's fantastic. So, in a perfect world, uh, after this radio tour is over, you go back to Nashville and you finish things up, or? Yeah, totally. I, uh, I actually head back, and next week I have five days with, like, some of the top writers in town, and I think then I'm going to slice off that that's going to be it. So I have five opportunities You're putting the next date week. On it, eh? I'm oh, putting wow. I'm putting that's it. That's it. So I have five opportunities next week to hopefully get something good. Well, make sure you clear the voice memos before you wake up the next right, day. Right. Yeah, yeah, no! exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Fantastic. So for fans that want to keep an eye on you and what's going on, what are we doing here and how are we going to get these updates in case I don't get catch up with you in time? Yeah, got to be Ali. G O T T A B E A L E E just about anywhere you can find it, that's where you'll find me. You just rhymed that off the top of your head. Good for you. I know. Thank you. <laughs> that was awesome. Thanks so much for being here today. Thanks for having me.